You are listening to Why Can't We Have It All, a podcast focused on exploring the missing pieces in our healthcare system. This podcast is sponsored by Bowtie Medical, an innovative healthcare company that offers integrated virtual healthcare designed to keep you in control of your health and what you spend on it while lowering the cost of healthcare for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Why Can't We Have It All? I'm your host, Dr. Donish Gere. As the aim of this podcast series is to discuss the missing pieces in our healthcare system, I'd like to explore in this episode how in the United States the lack of awareness of who really pays for the total cost of our healthcare has led to the creation of the most expensive healthcare in the world in our country. To illustrate my points, uh, we have asked a few questions uh, from a handful of our members and community neighbors uh, regarding this concept. Uh, here's the first call. Hello. Oh, hi. This is uh, Dr. Donish Gary. How are you? Good. How are you? Excellent. Um, can I ask you a couple of questions? Yes. Okay. You have a minute? Yes. Okay. Do you know how much you pay for your mortgage or rent? Yes. Excellent. And do you know to the dollar or to the cents? or? My house payment to the cents. Excellent. Do you know how much you pay for your car if you have a car payment? Or if you don't, do you know how much you uh, bought it for? Yes. And that is to the dollar? Yes. Excellent. Do you know how much you pay for your health insurance? No, not really. Okay. Uh, so you don't know how much you pay for monthly premiums? No. And any idea about deductible? Um, I think I know my deductible. Okay. Okay. Um, do you know how much your employer uh, contributes to your premiums? No. Okay. And... Uh, do you know if federal government uh, helps your employer to pay for your premiums or for any of no. your health insurance? No, I don't know that. You don't know. And uh, I suppose, would you be able to gather this information if we ask you uh, next time if we call you? Yeah. Excellent. You were the best. Thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. Okay. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. That was the first call. Before hearing the next call, I'd like to clarify that none of our callers were informed of the questions prior to our call. Here's the second call. Hey there. Hi. Uh, I'm Dr. Donish Kiri, and I want to ask you a couple of questions. Do you have a minute? Yes. Okay. Um, first, I appreciate you uh, answering my phone. Um, do you know how much you pay for your mortgage or rent? You don't have to do, tell me the amount, just whether you know it or not. I do. Do you know to the dollar or to the cents? Uh, well, I, I know to dollar. Okay. And uh, if you have a car payment, do you know how much is your car payment? And if you don't, do you know how much you paid to purchase your car? Um, I don't have a car payment, but yes, I know how much I pay for my car. Awesome. Do you know how much you pay for your health insurance? 
idea. Uh, so you don't know your monthly premiums, or do you know your deductibles or maximum out of pocket? Yeah, nope, don't do that. But okay. So do you know how much your employer uh, or employer of your spouse uh, contributes to the premium of your health insurance? I do not. Okay. Do you know uh, if federal government uh, helps your employer, the employer of your spouse, to pay uh, for the do premium? Do I know it? Yeah, I don't believe so. Okay. Very good. That is all the questions we had for today. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. And here's the third call. Hello? Hi, this is Dr. Donish Gary. Um, Hi. Thanks for answering the phone. Uh, do you have a minute? I can ask you a couple of questions. Sure, sure. Do you know how much you pay for your mortgage or rent? You don't have to tell me the amount, just whether you know it or not. Yes, I do. Do you know it to the dollar or to the cent or? To, um, to the, uh, almost to the dollar, okay. not the cent, not sure. the cent, but I, yeah. I, I know it to the dollar. Do you know how much you pay for your car if you have a car payment? If you don't have a car payment, do you know how much you uh, purchase your car? Yes, I do. Do you know how much you pay for your health insurance? Not a hundred percent. I could sort of be in the ballpark, but I I don't know the the uh, exact amount okay. of that. Do you know uh, the deductible you have or maximum out of pocket? That one I do know because it's bad. So. Okay, <laughs> very good. So you just don't That's know three thousand. It's three thousand dollars just for a deductible. Awesome. So you don't don't know the monthly premiums. Uh, and do you know how much your employer contributes to the premium or your spouse's pre uh, employer? Ugh. Should know that too, but I do not know that either. That's okay. I, know. That's okay. I know it's more than what we pay All for right. it. But. So do you know if uh, federal government or any other agency basically pays to your employer uh, for your uh, health insurance? No, I don't believe so. Okay. And do you think you would be able to uh, gather this information if we want to call you next time? Sure. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate you answering our phone. You're, you are so very welcome. Have a good day. Take care. You Bye -bye. too. Bye-bye. As you heard, most individuals know the cost of major drivers of their household expenses, like mortgage, rents, car payments, or prices. But somehow the awareness of the healthcare cost has left the front row of our awareness as consumers of healthcare. And the question is why? By the way, I was not surprised by the answers of our callers, as I believe they are the norms. I have asked those questions from many individuals over the past few years. During the time when I was exploring answers to the question of why our healthcare is so expensive and mispriced, why we have some of the best trained doctors and medical professionals and some of the best companies and technologies, including information systems in the world, but somehow our healthcare delivery system has become the most expensive and mispriced in the world. 
as we pay three to 500% more than the rest of the developed countries. And our uh, health outcomes rank 30th and 40th in the world. It appears that this lack of awareness about the cost of healthcare is the result of interaction of two factors. The fact that the payments for premium of health insurance comes out of our paychecks for most of us, and therefore it is hidden from our bank accounts or credit card statements uh, and their visibility, where most of our deposits and expenses are reflected. The payroll deduction of the health insurance premium is the result of it being a part of your employer's provided benefits and because of its tax-exempt status. The details of this topic we covered in another episode. Uh, we called it why my employer doesn't buy my house or my car and shouldn't buy my health insurance. The second reason uh, for the lack of awareness is uh, a part of a picture that the economists call it moral hazard. In economics, moral hazard happens when individuals have an incentive to ignore their risks or awareness of it because they know or assume that they do not bear the full cost of that risk. For example, when a person is insured, they may take on higher risk knowing that their insurance will pay the associated cost. The missing piece in our healthcare that I'd like to focus on today's uh, episode is the roots of that assumption that we as consumers of healthcare, individually or as employees who receive the health insurance benefits from our employers in the US, assume that we do not bear the full cost of healthcare expenses. And somehow it is paid by someone else. As that assumption has encouraged us to remain unaware of payments related to our healthcare, other than the expenses that are nakedly visible to us, like our deductibles or co-pays, as you heard in uh, one of the calls. In general, we ignore how much we pay for our premiums, how much our employers contribute to our premiums, and consequently, how much we pay for the total cost of healthcare. As in direct result of that assumption, we have let go of being savvy customers of healthcare and shopping for its services as we assume that we don't pay for the total cost of our healthcare and therefore our choices and our decisions do not matter. So let us explore the facts contributing to those assumptions that have created such moral hazards for all of us. To shed light on those facts, uh, let us compare the total cost of healthcare to the total cost of our other essential needs, including housing, shelter, and transportation. For housing, one should add mortgage or rent amount, uh, plus the cost of insurance, whether it's a homeowner insurance or a renter's insurance. In addition, add the cost of maintenance, repairs, and upgrades. For transportation, one should add the monthly payment for a car, car loan, or a car lease, plus cost of gas, car insurance, maintenance, and once in a while repairs. So having done these calculations uh, and based on the published results, the average US household spends 
$17,148 on all things related to housing. That is an average of $10,080 for direct payments on rent or mortgage interest, property, taxes, and insurance, as well as any lodging costs on out-of-town trips. The remaining $7,068 covers utilities and other household operational expenses and equipment. 60% of U.S. households own their homes, and more than half of the homeowners have a mortgage. For transportation, nearly 90% of uh, U.S. households report spending money on gasoline, an average of nearly 3000 per year. Uh, the average cost of gas uh, is $250 per month. And many of us are still paying for our vehicles through leasing or financing. The average cost of car insurance is about $900 per year. 20% of households regularly pay for some form of public transportation, about $225 per month. For healthcare, then we need to do the following calculations. One is the total premiums. The premiums are the money that is paid to the insurance companies to cover the cost of our health cares. The portion of the premiums is paid by the employer for majority of Americans, nearly 200 million Americans, and a part of it is paid by the employees. And the employers have the total discretion of that proportion, how much they want to cover. They want to cover 100%, very few companies do that, 80% or 50%. So other than our own premiums uh, that is mostly deducted from our paychecks, the next level of cost are the deductibles. These are the amounts that one has to pay out of the pocket before any insurance cover uh, coverage kicks in. Then the next uh, uh, cost issue is the maximum out of pocket so the deductibles and co-insurance and co-pays will build to a maximum level before the insurance coverage kicks in. So in summary, for healthcare costs, the four to five categories are premiums. Again, a portion of it is paid by the employer, a portion of it by us as employees. Deductibles. Co-insurance and co-pays are the money we pay when we go to visit doctors and so forth, and maximum out-of-pocket. So in order to calculate the total cost of healthcare for us, one has to add those four or five categories altogether. So now let's examine the uh, average total cost uh, for our families for healthcare. In 2019, annual premiums for health coverage for a family of four was $20,576. But employers picked up 70% of that cost. Now we know that is the portion of the premiums that the employers pay in average. So if you work for a large employer, health insurance might cost as much as a new car based on this 2019 numbers, which was published by Kaiser Family Foundation. Families contributed an average of $6,015 toward that cost, which means employers picked up, again, 71% of the premium bill. In another research in 2018, the year before, the average cost per month for family health insurance was $1,168. 
So it seems the range of average premiums per families in 2018 to 2019 was somewhere between $500 to $1,100 per month, or a total of $6,000 to $13,000 per year. So now we need to add the average cost of deductibles, co-pays, and co-insurances to the premium cost. According to a report from eHealth, that average was $8,232 for 2018. So altogether, the total average cost of healthcare for a family in the United States is around $28,000 per year. If you remember, the total cost of housing and cars that we discussed was $17,000 and $9,000, respectively, making healthcare the highest cost of all of our living expenses. Although in average 71% of the premiums were paid by our employers, we are still left with an average of $14,000 per year spent from our own pockets. And together with our employers, we spent an average of $28,000 on healthcare, almost three times of what we pay for our transportation or 164% of our total housing expenses. Now that we have a better understanding of the total cost of healthcare, let's dive into the second part of the assumption, the issue of moral hazard, and find out who really ends up paying for our total cost of care. For this part, I've collected information from two real cases uh, from employees of two separate companies. First one is a case of a 32-year-old female let's her call her Sonia, who had some uh, GI symptoms, uh, some abdominal upset and so forth. She went to her primary care physician, who after doing some uh, minimal uh, evaluation, sent her to a gastroenterologist. After waiting for about two or three months uh, to see a gastroenterologist, uh, she underwent a series of expensive workups, an upper GI endoscopy, a uh, ultrasound, and then a scan. And at the end, her total bill was $7,200. But the important issue is that none of her symptoms got better, nor did she have a better understanding of what is wrong with her. However, she was left with the $7,200 bill and ended up paying $1,200 of that out of pocket. The second case, uh, let's call her Kristen, uh, is a female in her 50s who fell and injured her knee while playing softball with her family members. She had access to primary care, a virtual primary care, where a doctor virtually assessed the injury of her knee and advise her to stabilize it uh, with a splint and see an orthopedic doctor in the morning. So in this simple interaction, Kristen avoided going to emergency room, waiting there for hours and uh, spending a few thousand dollars to get the same advice. In the morning after when she went to the orthopedic surgeon, a simple x-ray was obtained and it was recommended to get an MRI. Again, the virtual primary care 
of Kristen recommended to her that she has two choices. One is an MRI facility within a hospital where they would do the MRI three days later for the cost of $3,700. Or there's an independent facility closer to her house that could do the MRI that day for a cost of $270. When Christine called to the independent facility to figure out why there is such a big difference in prices, the receptionist said, well, it's simple. We don't have gift shops here, and we don't have expensive artworks on our walls. Kristen, of course, obtained the MRI in that independent facility, which was reviewed by the radiologist and orthopedic surgeon and showed three small fractures and was told not to bear weight for six weeks. So the total cost of this multi-level care for an injury was around $1,000, including the cost for the virtual primary care, the outpatient visit to orthopedic surgeon, the x-ray, MRI, and their interpretations. To understand the implications of total cost of care and who pays for it, let's imagine that there are two employers, one of them with a case like Kristen, and let's say there are 10 employees who have cases like uh, Kristen within a year, and one employer has 10 cases like Sonia uh, as part of uh, their employees. The total cost between these two cases is $72,000 for 10 cases versus $5,000 for 10 cases, similar cases within a year. Regardless of what portion of that total cost, $72,000 versus $5,000, is paid by the employee or employer, that total cost is going to be the ultimate burden of the employer and the employees and not the insurance company. Let me take you through the next level. When the total expense to insurance companies to cover the employee's medical expenses exceeds projections, which is called medical loss ratio, the insurance company will undoubtedly increase the premiums or deductibles for that company. As it is the job of the insurance company to pass through the expenses recover their costs, and make money. So at the end of the year and before the time of annual renewal for one of those companies, whether it's Sonia's company or Kristen's company, the insurance company will calculate the total medical expenses uh, for the whole year and determine the ratio of those expenses to the premium that the insurance company needs to collect. Again, this is called the medical loss ratio and will accordingly increase the premiums for the entire company. At this junction, the employer has two choices. One, to absorb the extra cost of premium and not transfer that cost to the employees, which means less money for the company's growth or profits for the owners. Or pass a portion of the extra cost to the employees in form of increased deductibles, increased premiums, uh, maximum out-of-pocket expenses, co-insurance, what have you. The research shows that between 2004 and 2019, 
The average annual cost of health insurance, health insurance for employers increased from $7,300 to $14,500. Again, from $7,300 to $14,500 per employee, or an increase of 100% for the employers. And during the same period of time, it increased from $2,660 to $6,015 for employees, which was 126% increase. As this research shows, we as employees have not only paid the higher portion of the increase in our premiums, 126% versus 100% for the employers, but have also tolerated an increase in the premium paid by our employers, which will come out of the bottom line of our companies and therefore our potential wages. So I hope by now we've established that when we, as consumers of healthcare, are unaware of total cost of healthcare, regardless of who pays what portion, or when we don't act as savvy customers of healthcare, we indirectly contribute to our healthcare being the most expensive one in the world, and we are the one who end up paying that total cost either directly out of our pockets or indirectly through our companies. Estimates show that during approximately 40 years of our working lives, we as employees spend $1.2 million of our potential earnings on total cost of healthcare including total premiums, deductibles, and other out-of-pocket expenses. On that note, I'd like to leave you with a question. How would you decide to spend those funds if you were given control of them? With that, I'm afraid for today we are all out of time. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Dr. Donish Gary, and until next time, stay safe and be well. You've been listening to Why Can't We Have It All, the missing pieces in our healthcare. This podcast is brought to you by Bowtie Medical. Visit us on the web at www.wcwha.com, as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and send all your questions and comments to info at wcwha.com. Again, that's info at wcwha.com.